Welcome back, everyone, to uh, episode eight of the Off Flight Podcast. Today, I've got uh, my co-hosts Brandon and Arthur with me, and we've got our guest uh, Danica Witsit. How are you Yay. doing, Danica? I'm doing great. How are you guys? I'm doing, yeah, doing, doing well. Good. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Yes, thanks for having me. What you been up to lately? Um, I just got back from California, actually. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. We'll dive into that. Yeah. How, yeah. How's the the trip in general before before we kind of yeah before we dive in deep it was amazing i can't wait to go back but yeah it was great that's awesome did you stop at the uh, oppenheim group again <laughs> not again <laughs> but i did you know the, the other yep. time <laughs> but i want to stop by again maybe i'll see one of the girls this time yeah. <laughs> what was that like running into him oh my gosh jason the sweetest guy ever but it was crazy i just couldn't believe it i literally screamed in front of his face <laughs> i'm like ah! was he like was he like cool like uh like you would see on the show or was oh, he different yeah. in person because i know no. like some sometimes they're like that yeah jason was super sweet brett on the other hand because we met both of them oh you met both of them yeah oh, okay. we went across the street and brett was at the starbucks and oh. brett was a lot more like cold face you know like was, not was, very friendly but all business yeah, yeah yeah but jason was super smiley like a super nice guy he was like want a picture i'm like you're asking me <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's awesome well so i mean i want to hear like a little bit about your story about kind of what what happened if you let i'd like if you want to dive into that yeah of course um so i went to school down at grand canyon university in phoenix mm -hmm. and me and my two best friends we were driving from oregon to arizona my friend had just gotten a new car and so mm -hmm. we were like let's make a road trip mm -hmm. back and we were about 30 minutes away from home in phoenix and um they don't know what happened the police report didn't really say like specifics but we collided into another car and then we um, started rolling and I was in the back with no seatbelt on. So I got ejected out of the window into the median. Um, and then I severed my spinal cord T12 L1, which is like lower back. And so um, right when I woke up in the hospital, they were like, you're paralyzed for life, basically. <laughs> but What was that like? Like when they told you that like what yeah what was going through your head i don't know why it's kind of weird but like i kind of woke up and just knew mm -hmm. um even though i couldn't feel my legs it was just like i just knew something was off and so right when i woke up from my coma which was three days later they were the first thing they said was you're never gonna walk again and so I mean, it was kind of harsh the way they put it, but also I was thankful because I feel like it really set me into this mode of, okay, well, how am I going to live life the same, you know, mm -hmm. or how am I going to get back to that? But I was really convinced in the hospital that I was going to be walking when I got out, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? So it was kind of a lot harder when I finally got home and had to readjust to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, reality set in. Yeah. So so right before that happened, do you have any recollection or like what was the conversation, maybe the song you were hearing? Like, <laughs> like what, what was it up until that happened? Yeah, so it was like um, only like five, 10 minutes, I'd say, before the accident. And I was asleep in the back, like I said, but I had woken up and I looked at the driver at the time and I was like, hey, you good? Like, do you want me to stay up with you? Because I, it was like 2 a.m. So I knew, you know, that's hard to do for anyone. And we had been driving for like two days straight. So um, 
And then he was like, no, you're good. Like, no problem. And he said, no problem, Danky. They call me Danky. <laughs> um, but yeah, then I text my grandma and I was like, we're 30 minutes away because she was all worried about that trip. And then I fell back asleep. And then next thing I knew, I woke up in the hospital. Wow. Gotcha. Wow. And what year was this again? 2018. So this year will be four years. Four years. Wow. Yeah. So when like adjusting back to, to I guess, regular life, what, what do you think was the one of the harder things, you know, learning to be in the chair and something that um, just kind of was difficult? Yeah, I'd say, well, it's like you're starting over as like a toddler again, because you have to relearn how to pee. You have to relearn how to poop. You know, it's like, mm. sorry, Tim, mm. I, <laughs> but no, <laughs> no it's, it's like everything you have to relearn and you're so used to this everyday life. And then you go back to a place where you lived with your legs and standing. And then you're like, wait, this looks totally different, you know? So I think like, um, of course, like showering, basically even getting dressed was like a huge challenge in the beginning because you're so used to getting dressed the way you do every day. And then when you don't have legs, it looks a lot different. So I think just how long things take every everyday life things, but also like getting used to being around people because it is weird for your self-esteem when you're around your friends or around your family that you've been around your whole life and you have a whole new body basically and the wheelchair is part of your body and you're just like way shorter and you know it's like it totally shifts your um brain and like how you just react to people in everyday life so yeah i could i could assume there is probably a lot of weight on your shoulders from just you know going to like a family function and now you're in this situation and maybe people's like um what do you say empathy for you kind of drains you as well like yeah no definitely yeah it gets overwhelming in the beginning because now I'm kind of used to it and I'm like oh you know whatever you're sorry for me I get it (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) but like yeah when you're around your family and they're all like when you first come back and they're like I'm so sorry like how are you feeling like you know and I am one to like not talk about emotions very much so I'm like please stop talking about how I'm feeling you know and so um yeah that was a lot of um or that was really challenging because it's like I don't want you to see me as someone you have to feel sorry for I just want you to see me as Danica my normal self like i've been always been you know yeah yeah so i mean with with that do you think uh like is it also also kind of refreshing like seeing everybody rally behind you uh, at the same yeah, time it was crazy because before i even woke up from the coma everyone in tri-cities already knew before i knew mm-hmm. you know so like I woke up and Taylor and Rachel, my best friends, they had made a GoFundMe for me. And right when I woke up, they showed me the news clip of when I was in the coma. And it was a lot of my friends, Taylor, Rachel, and some others. And they were basically just like talking about me and how much I've impacted the community and everything like that. And then they had already raised like something like $20,000 oh, yeah. for mm-hmm. my medical expenses. And I was like, whoa, like, it was really amazing how the community came together in a time like that and like came together for me. I was like, I'm not deserving. <laughs> no, but it was super sweet. And I felt really thankful and grateful because I feel like 
that support did help me as well, like get through that. And there were a lot of friends visiting me in the hospital in Arizona as well. And I feel like if I didn't have my friends there, I'd just be, you know, like during COVID, if I would have gotten injured during COVID with one person being able to be there, I feel like that would have been a lot different, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of support. You can yeah. tell family, yeah. friends, yeah. all that. If you don't mind me asking, how long are you in a coma? Yeah, so um, it was three days. Three days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, with that, I I, I do want to touch on the uh, the community aspect because I feel like yep. Tri Cities in general, like, just it feels very tight knit. And obviously, growing up here, you know, like it's got kind of that small town feel for a bigger town. Um, and seeing the community, because I remember like when when everything happened, and I remember the news and watching the news and seeing it, like seeing just how much the community rallied was awesome mm -hmm. uh, yeah 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 i felt really amazed and i feel like at tri-cities prep where i went to high school there's like such a tight-knit community also like of course i had my friends outside of prep but inside of prep like i feel like the entire prep community was there for me during that time and you know my dad works there but also i feel like um a lot of people just know each other in that community because it's so small and so that was super nice to see as well but overwhelming but amazing <laughs> mm -hmm. that's awesome so when did you i guess you know get into your huge deal like we were just talking about when we started mm -hmm. the show going to california trips with that do you want to maybe like segue into how you got with TikTok, um, we can just talk, we talk, talk about the roulettes, yeah. um, all that stuff. I think Miami, right, too? Miami. Yeah. What, what was first? Those are the, yeah, those like, are, those yeah. are the fun Let's stories. Flash forward. Yeah. Like, to now, to you, now you're, you're ready to go. You're living life. You, you moved out to Miami. How it, like, yeah, let's talk about just life. Yeah. So I've always been a huge traveler. I've always loved to, you know, go on adventures and move places. I've never been one to stay in one place for too long. And I didn't want the wheelchair to like hold me back from that. I was like, okay, I was just working on how to get myself back to where I was before the accident so that I could continue living life as I was. And so um, my friend had an apartment in Miami and she was like, hey, I'm moving back to Arizona. Do you want to take over the lease? And I was like, yeah, let's go, fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, me and my boyfriend and my other bestie, um, Vanessa, we went to Miami and we lived there for two and a half years. I just got back in January. So, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was also really draining because I feel like I'm a yes person, oh, not a no person. So, um, you know, I was going out till like 7 a.m. and then I come back home and then go back out at midnight and, you know, the cycle. And that's, and the, that's the Miami scene. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so you're it up. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was challenging just because there's literally like zero wheelchair people in Miami. Oh, so okay. going out and going on the street, like, so many people would come up to me and be like, I'm so proud of you, or I'm so thankful you're here. And you know, it is super nice to hear, but also I'm like, okay, you're just treat it. me like yeah. a normal yeah. person, yeah. please. Like, it's 7 a.m., I'm trying to go exactly. home, like I don't have the energy right <laughs> Literally. How, how do you break the ice on that, like when you know someone's like giving you that weird energy in your situation? Yeah, I, well, whenever they come up and they're like, I'm so proud of you, or I'm so thankful you're here, you know, I'm just like, thank you, you know, and then they usually move along. But if someone just 
there's been a lot of instances where people will just come up to me and they'll be like, so what happened to you? And I'm like, (laughs) well, (laughs) yeah. So I'm the type of person also to like not be like straightforward to someone. I'm just like, oh, car accident, you know, and then I keep wheeling. But um, or I'll just say, no, thank you, you know, and keep going. But I'm never one to be like, you shut the fuck up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Do do you mind sharing like your top highlight while in Miami? Like, yes. I don't know. What was Um, the most memorable thing you left with? uh, There were a couple. I'd say, okay, wheelchair perks. I always get front row for concerts and shit. (laughs) So I saw Jack Harlow front row. Nice. Um, there were a couple famous people that I just like Miami's such a, you know, mm-hmm. hot place for the famous people. Yeah. So I did run into a lot of people or I went to a lot of concerts. There was a lot of um oh, Tory Lanez kissed me on the cheek, so oh, that was pretty oh, dope. Sure. Yeah. Shout out Tory Lanez. Shout out Tory Lanez. Yeah. We brought him up in a past episode with Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, how, how did that work? Like you just ran into each other? Or, like, I know, what, like okay. what was the scene? That, like, <laughs> actually, it was New Year's when I like first moved there in September, and it, then New Year's happened, and we saw. You know, there's always performers at the clubs there, or strip clubs, or whatever. So, um, me and Dom found this flyer on the ground, and it said Tory Lanes at this strip club for New Year's, and we're like we're fucking going (laughs) and so um yeah we went and then i was like in the back when he was performing he only did two songs which i was like whatever um and then yeah they moved us up to the front when he was like finishing and then he was coming down the stairs towards me and i'm like getting out my phone to record him i'm like oh my god tory lanes and then he just gets in my video and is like happy 2022 or whatever and he literally is like, I'm so thankful you're here. And then he just bends over and kisses me on the cheek. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then he just left. And I, Dominic was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. That was <laughs> Mr. crazy. Mr. Steal, your girl coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super cool. But yeah. That's cool. So that'd be the top highlight, you'd say, for Miami? I'd say so, yeah. yeah. I think That's there cool. were a lot of highs. Well, I'm sure. Miami was a great place, but you know. I'm glad to be back on the West Coast with my friends and family and everything. Mm -hmm. How how does the cover charges work out there? Like, do ladies get in for free out there? Usually, yeah. Um, You were living it up. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, no guys usually go out in Miami. Like, Dominic almost never went out on a night. Um, But there are some clubs that are still free for men. You just have to find, you know, the right ones. But a lot of them do charge like 30 bucks for guys and zero dollars for women. And they would always let me cut the front of the line because the wheelchair. So I'm like, winner. That's the perks. The perks, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Man, 30 bucks. You gotta have deep pockets out yeah. of Miami. Yeah. Or are you gonna if you're doing that every night too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Vegas is at least seventy-five. Dang. Yeah, it depends on the club. That's wild. Yeah, seventy-five, hundred. I didn't realize. I think yeah, 25. being around here, nobody really ever charges any covers for so it's like I don't Literally. know. That's not yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Jokers has like five dollar covers. <laughs> maybe, yeah. they, I Joker's heard story. they did twenty dollars the other weekend oh, for geez. boys. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. In over their heads a little bit. Yeah. 
So speaking of jokers, uh, you and Dom are super into like the comedy scene, right? Yeah, <laughs> love comedy shows. And Dom actually got me into those after post accident. So mm -hmm. I had never been to one before then. It's like, what do you think? What do you think your favorite like comedian you guys have seen? Because I know you guys have had a lot of those interactions where you could, like go up and are talking with them yeah. and like. Yeah, well, we just recently saw Sean Wayans from White Chicks. Oh. Um, and yeah. he's, that's like my favorite movie ever. So top one for me. But we also saw Tom Segura. You know, he's huge. Mm -hmm. And he made me cry laughing. Like, cry. Um, but actually, just this last week, we saw Nick Swardson, the guy that's in all of Adam Sandler's movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He Great. was freaking hilarious as well so i'd say they all cracked me up have They're you been to any of the ones out here at jokers <gasps> no actually i usually go to the spokane comedy club or oh, okay. in miami we went to a lot as oh, well oh yeah i'm sure miami yeah they yeah the heavy hitters yeah i want to go to the check out the ones here at jokers because yeah. it's like 10 bucks yeah. Oh, yeah and i'm sure i mean they some of them have like comedy central specials and mm -hmm. yeah guest appearances on like netflix comedies yeah, specials yeah. And stuff like that. so i don't know I i'm sure like they'd be funny yeah you know, sure. i need to go you, you've been trying to get me to go i know i've been to dying for, to go forever. to jokers like, yeah. i haven't yeah. been to jokers ever in my life it's all right yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't have anything to add salsa <laughs> saturdays <laughs> check out flight yeah <laughs> so also one thing i wanted to touch on is like those so you, you you've sent me snapchats of like these wheelchairs on the beach in miami they've got these big inflatable tires yeah. like those things are fascinating to me like <laughs> yeah i really want to get one like just personally for myself to have at home but they're like so much money so i'm trying mm -hmm. to like figure out how to build one but they have them on Miami Beach, we lived in South Beach, so it was only like three blocks away. And they have electric ones, but they also have the manual ones, which I hate because, you know, the electric ones, I can just zoom by myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just have them to rent every day and they're not th for zero dollars. So it's for free. And um, they do have them in California as well. I don't know about the electric ones. I haven't seen yet, but yeah, what's the top, I am what's the so top speed on those. Can you like, you, you they go pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'd probably say like twenty miles an hour 20? at tops. So you could probably race Dang. like one of those lime scooters or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So go whip around in the, uh, the electric wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes it easier, way easier for the beach though, because my mm -hmm. wheelchair, you can't even. You know, I could never push myself oh, yeah. all the way to the beach. Like mm -hmm. Dominic has to help me. So well, that's cool that they have those. You know, accommodating yeah. to you so yeah. for sure. when you were in miami um you started doing some social media stuff like what what kind of got you into that and like yeah um i think i just realized because i started posting some on tiktok i never even had tiktok before miami and then people kept telling me get the app get the app it's so funny so i was like okay whatever and i still like don't even really scroll that often but I started posting some just about the wheelchair life in general and I mm -hmm. saw that people really were interested in how mm -hmm. that works and how everything works and goes so I started posting more and more and then yeah I just started getting some followers and some more followers and some more <laughs> and then I was <laughs> like oh my gosh people actually think 
my life's interesting, you know? (laughs) And so, yeah, I think it was just realizing that a lot of people don't know about wheelchair life and about all the things that go on behind Mm -hmm. the scenes Mm -hmm. and being like, well, I can spread my message and also awareness towards the community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's I'm your, sure I'm sure a lot of people have curiosity for that, you know. Yeah. They don't want to ask you like straight <laughs> yeah. up and tell yeah. you but in the back of their heads they probably have that going on. Yeah. What's like the most out of pocket question you've ever gotten in the comments? Because <laughs> I know most? TikTok I mean, I know you're yeah. not a big TikTok guy. Our Arthur is somewhat, I know, somewhat dude the TikTok comments are wild. Oh, yeah. wild. It is like field. It's no insane. I mean, it's probably the same, similar to Instagram. I mean, those, yeah. Are, yeah. those are out, out of left field. Literally. And this one I get in person and TikTok and Instagram everywhere, okay. actually. People are like, oh, can you still have sex? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I can still have sex. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are like, well, how? Well, you're just probably sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, that is not how it works. And, you know, I still have some movement, okay? <laughs> I can be on top, okay? <laughs> no, but I just, um, yeah, I get that one almost on the daily. And it's weird because, strangers even people i meet within five minutes they'll ask me and i'm like bro i don't even know you like (laughs) you know so yeah that's crazy yeah you almost want to be like all right let me just pin this let me just post my sex (laughs) (laughs) what's your uh just because we were talking about tiktok what's your what do you at you know follower count wise now because i know you've kind of popped off in the last Yeah, I feel like I still have more to grow, obviously, but, um, and it's all from like this one video really. Um, but I think it's at 26,000 right now. Um, so nothing like crazy or anything, but yeah, you just kind of started it. Yeah. It takes time. And like you said, you're going to get more in tune with it and think of new creative ideas, which was the video that popped off. (laughs) Is it, is it embarrassing to share? I mean, I, your, was, your profile's public, so yeah. everybody could uh, pull it up. Sure. Literally everyone could pull it up, but it's about, um, it's actually a sex story, but it's about me pooping during sex. <laughs> 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 Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dad, if you're watching. So, um, uh, we'll we'll uh, link the video. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, no, because, you know, <laughs> that's another thing that people were like really interested in is because when you do become paralyzed, you have to get re-control of yeah. your bowels and your bladder and everything. And my boyfriend's super cool. He was just like, is this the cat's or is this yours? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> he held it in his hand. No, oh. but, um, <laughs> you know, for me, that was super embarrassing because I was like, oh my oh, God, man. no one's going to love me. <laughs> no, <laughs> But yeah. It turned out to be fine. So. Shout out, shout out, Dominic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out, Dominic. Real shout real out, Tom. <laughs> so how many how many views did that one get? Oh, like over a million. Jeez. <laughs> some light. Yeah, some light. yeah. That's and then a couple others have gotten like a million. Um, just about making fun of like the accident and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I love my dark humor. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's probably helped you, you know, make light of everything and yeah. you know, a very unfortunate situation. But you can yeah. just tell your personality is still, you know, strong and, you know, you're. you're Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, you're awesome. It too. Thank yeah. You. Definitely. It do. It also, like, I feel like that sense of humor that you have 
can help kind of diffuse some of those awkward moments like yeah. where you get those those out of pocket questions and you yeah. you can you can make light of it and exactly and move on. yeah like people ask can you still have sex i'm like can you <laughs> <laughs> but not with that haircut <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. so uh, so you you got big on tiktok um you're doing social media and then I want to talk about the roulettes a little bit, like, because yeah. speaking of, you know, Recent social news. media and yeah. influencer stuff. Yeah, I was so excited. Um, so the last couple of years, um, as I've been paralyzed, my dad had shown me the roulettes page, like, in the beginning of my um, paralysis. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's super cool. And then I followed the girls on Instagram and I was like, I think this is something like I really want to do because um, me and Dominic are moving to San Diego anyways in July and we've always wanted to live in California and they're based out of LA and I saw that it was just like a group of girls around my age in wheelchairs like not letting anything stop them and I was like this seems really legit and so they held auditions in January and I was like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna apply, I'm gonna, you know, audition. And so I did, and it was like a month, and there were like three interviews, and then I got the call that they wanted me to be on the team, and I was like, oh my God! Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, I was super excited, and so we had to keep the secret for like two months, um, and then we just went there this last weekend, and we had like a they call us the little sisters, which is basically like the four new girls mm. that are on mm. the team. And then there's two returning little sisters um, from last year. And then there are six. Um, actually, I think there's eight uh, full time team members. And so, yeah, we just went for the weekend to L.A. and we filmed TikToks and we filmed content and we did a dance video and we um, just got to hang out as a team and yeah. everything. And mm. that was the first time I've ever been in a room full of wheelchair girls. And it was like, you know, because there's not very many wheelchair people in Washington either. Mm. And especially in Tri-Cities. And so it was so cool to be like around them and be like, you know what I feel like, you yeah. know, because yeah, I you could can actually relate. Yeah, because like. I could sit here and tell you all day can like, mm -hmm oh this sucks this sucks and you're like mm, i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. but like you don't really you know understand. I'm, not, I'm not gonna know it on that deeper level yeah, yeah yeah and so the roulettes i feel like was a perfect place for me because i feel like they're super into social media like they're super about like community and about giving back and they hold the roulettes experience every year in july so it's at the end of july and it's basically where a ton of wheelchair girls from all different countries, all over the state and different countries, um, but they fly to LA for the weekend and it's basically like dance classes, pool party, pajama party. Like it's just a huge hangout for like all the wheelchair girls to like feel, you know, like they belong and it's all ages. So it's like kindergarten through you know, 40. And That's so, cool. yeah. So uh, the Rolettes actually work that, like host that. And so I'm super excited to be a part of that as well. That's yeah. And the, awesome. and the Rolettes, that's kind of more 
I mean, you, you mentioned a lot of the different things that they, they do for the community, yeah. and, um, the internal community, but then like the community as, as a whole. Um, but it's it's like a wheelchair dancing team, yeah, essentially, so it's just a, for those that don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's um, a wheelchair dance team based out of L.A., okay. but their huge thing that they love to promote is they want to teach people in wheelchairs, you know, how to live boundlessly and yeah, how to gotcha. shift their perspectives that's through all, yeah, dance awesome. and everything. Cool. Yeah, cool. you got a you audition for that, correct? Yeah. Okay. How does that go? Do you do that in person? You do a video? Or um. What are they so, looking for? Yeah. Um. They made us memorize a dance in the beginning, and then we had like to answer probably like twenty five to thirty questions on video. So like we just had to record ourselves for the dance in that part, and then we sent that in, and then if we got a call back, it was like. Um, a second interview with Bria, who's the other CEO of the Rolettes. Um, she's an able-bodied person in LA, but she's super sweet as well. Um, but yeah, so then we had to get like a final interview. It wasn't really an interview. It was more just like talking with Chelsea, who's the main girl. She's the CEO. She started the whole thing um, back when she got injured. And so, yeah, um, it was like a three-step process, but yeah, just had to memorize the dance and everything. How long, how long is that dance? I'm wondering if we could do like <laughs> part, of the, part of the outro, no, a, little, a little dance. <laughs> we got a wide open, we're in a dance floor right yeah, now. Literally. The we're at the layover. So, yeah. I mean, we should do it. Let's pull up. It'd be interesting. No. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I remember the my sparklers. dance from this weekend. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but yeah, um, it was like 30 seconds. So not seconds. too cool. crazy. Yeah. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. So with with being out there this I mean just this last weekend and being surrounded by those people was it cool? I saw it, you you posted a clip and they had someone out, you know, fixing all your chairs and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Was that cool just to like have people not only that understand you but understand your equipment and like yeah. know how to do it and work on it? Yeah, that was huge. So Chelsea, the CEO, she her husband is actually, he makes wheelchairs for a living. So oh, wow. he works at New Motion, which is um, the wheelchair manufacturing company that runs out of Thai Light. And okay. so, um, yeah, he fixed my chair. My seat was messed up. Like he took off like probably like 10 pounds of extra weight that I didn't even need on there. So it's going to be so nice being in Cali and being closer to him because he does most of the Rolette chairs anyways. Mm -hmm. So that'll be nice to have someone who knows what they're talking about and who's been around it his whole life mm -hmm. to be like, okay, you know, I can fix you up. And so that makes me feel way better because my chair has been messed up for like a year now and I've been trying to fix it with, you know, the wheelchair company here and my dad, he literally put lawnmower tires in the front because <laughs> my little tires broke off. So, you know, that's awesome. When are you, when are, when are you moving to Cali again, San Diego? Yeah. So it'll, it's looking like first week of July. First week of July. Yeah. Any, okay. any other big plans, you know, you're making that transition out there. You're going to spend a lot of time with the Rolettes. Anything yeah. else? Just improving you know social media yeah making more content is that is that your priority yeah definitely and i'm trying to work with my manager um right now because joe is the manager of the roulette so okay. he works for each of us individually okay. so he works on each one of our goals 
Um, my main goal is to be sponsored by Crocs, but he <laughs> just got <laughs> he just got um, one of the Rolettes, um a sponsorship with Nike. He just oh, wow, got one of the Rolettes sweet. an audition for a movie in LA. He just, you know, he's really legit and really awesome. So he's just focused on like each one of our goals and like how he can provide for that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm excited just to, maybe, yeah, see what comes. Maybe he can work you guys up like a Netflix special or something. I like know that, that would yeah, be that sick. Would be so like you guys, I feel like, yeah. cool. I haven't seen anything if like they that. They did the before, formatting. So. Like, you know how they did the cheer series? Yeah. Like they could do that and fall on the team. And Literally. Some drama in there. Yeah. Throwing just a fight. Just put in some drama. Throw someone out of their wheelchair. Some beef. Yeah. And my boyfriend Dom, he's a screenwriter as well, so oh, he's been talking yeah, yeah. about like we should write something about your life, and I'm like, oh, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. That's cool. Crocs though. Crocs. So that's what you want. That's that's one of your main goals. One of my main goals for. so <laughs> forever. Why Crocs? Yeah. I've always been a fan of Crocs, even before the accident. Like Crocs have always been my shit, and now even more so after the accident because they're so freaking easy to put on and i'm like they save me so much time but also they have so many beautiful colors and i'm like yeah there's a lot of different colorways well you have like post malone he had like a crocs oh yeah Yeah. killing it with the collab you've seen a lot of like luke combs yeah Yeah. have you guys seen the lightning mcqueen crocs no No. they're going for like 300 on stock (gasps) that's crazy it's insane they're literally like cars like they are lightning mcqueen crocs do they have the eyes yeah they've got the eyes there's nothing special about it other than just they look like lightning i would buy them (laughs) they are hot right now (laughs) yeah i've never put on crocs Oh my gosh, they're, they're so you don't have comfy. Crocs? No. Oh, dude. You get them <laughs> once. Like everyone's got to have at least one pair. Yeah. 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 Your girlfriend usually convinces you that's how it works. So. <laughs> that's exactly. what happened with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. And I would love, love, love to be on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Okay, mm-hmm. there's another mm-hmm. guy who lived in Tri Cities <laughs> who's been on Grey's Anatomy. Oh, and really? Yeah. Um, gosh, I can't even think of his name, but I'm pretty sure he went to Kamaikin. Okay. And. That's always been my favorite show, but also I'm like, they have so many wheelchair people on there that aren't actually in wheelchairs, but they could use one in a wheelchair. I hate that. Right? I hate yeah. that. You can just tell too. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so speaking of that, tell us about the airports, because you mentioned oh. this to me, and yeah. I've been looking for it every time I'm traveling now, about just the people in the wheelchairs that are wheeling through the airports. Like, yeah. talk about that. So most of them that wheel through the airports don't actually need a wheelchair they're just like using someone to wheel for them you know because they can't walk long distances sorry not air quotes because they probably can't but um you know then so i have to go from my wheelchair to an aisle chair then they bring me into the airplane and then i transfer from the aisle chair to my seat and then once we stop like once we go to where we're going and then we stop and get off the plane i'm last to get off so that they can bring the aisle chair in Mm. um but usually they end up messing up my chair in multiple different ways they've messed up a bunch of my friends chairs um you know they just don't really care about the wheelchairs they just kind of throw them in and it's like they don't really realize that that's the literally the only way we can get around you know so I feel like they just now they're getting a bunch of lawsuits thrown at them and I feel like now they're starting to finally like care about how they do things but yeah usually 
they ask me every time the flight attendants, can you stand up? No, I can't fucking stand up. (laughs) (laughs) I actually need the wheelchair. Literally, I'm like, nope, this is my legs. (laughs) But, you know, I'm used to that. Some people are like, can you stand? Can you stand? You know, it's just pretty normal. But That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like every time I've traveled now, I'm always looking and like, I'll see the people being wheeled down and like, yeah, you see them, you, they stand up out of the chair and then they walk yeah. down the little thing to the plane. Yeah. And you're like, huh. Interesting. Usually yeah. you can tell because there'll be people like me in those chairs and then there'll be people that don't actually need it. And they're in those airplane wheelchairs that mm-hmm. don't have wheels that you can push by yourself, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. someone's pushing them. <laughs> well, I have seen, you know, workers too, just holding them up and just tossing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are getting dinged up. And yeah. Like you said, mm-hmm. you know, you need that. Yeah. And they so, cost like eight yeah, grand, yeah, you know? So it's like, we can't just go get a new one and it takes months, yeah. like mm-hmm. 10, you know, sometimes it takes like up to at least four months to get a new one. So oh, that's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, with the equipment too, like, and the rollettes do brand deals and stuff come with like with that um so we do get a backrest with the rollettes team um but we don't really get any brand deals with wheelchair companies um just because um sorry jay chelsea's husband Mm -hmm. he makes all the girls chairs so he knows that he's not gonna f it up because he's the one making it you know so i think yeah like I said, I'll just feel so much better when I'm in Cali and I can actually get a chair by him because he can't make a chair for someone who's not in California. Does he customize chairs kind of to a degree? Or yeah. is it just, you know, a base template and then maybe a couple things are customized here and there? Or can he actually like fully customize for oh, every yeah. individual's different needs? Yeah, he can customize basically to everyone's different needs. Um, he did measure me last time I was there okay. and he yeah, basically gotcha. gave me it um, and was like, if your wheelchair thing doesn't look exactly like this, then fuck it, don't do that, you know? Okay. Um, they usually use titanium as well because it's lighter. Yep. So I can get in the get my chair in the car by myself if I'm driving. And um, But he just does certain things to the chair to make it lighter, but also okay. like to make it fitted to the girls because he, he said something um, last week when I was there and I was like, wow, I never thought of it that way. But he said he fits tighter because it's your legs. He wants it to be a part of you, not wider, so mm-hmm. that it looks like you're sitting in something, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I really like. So hopefully the next one that I'm getting soon will be perfect. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. And the lighter one's got to help for, you know, doing the dance routines and moving yeah. around you know being a little more nimble yeah definitely and even like the front wheels like i said i have the lawnmower ones but like (laughs) having the real ones on there like it just makes such a big difference in going fast and like being able to push yourself because i get stuck sometimes Mm -hmm. um with those and i'm like you know (laughs) hey yeah Yeah. i don't know i'm just intrigued about the uh the dance I want to know what like, kind of moves you can do on there, like, like <laughs> well, wheelies and stuff. Oh, yeah. We do all the wheelies. That's I so love sweet. to wheelie. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned driving, so you drive. Yeah. So could you explain how you go about that? Like, yeah. Um, somebody. No, of course. I feel like that's a common one, too, because you don't really look at a wheelchair person and think, oh, you can drive, you know. Um, but I drive with hand controls, so... 
basically you push like all of them are different some of them are just like push um in and pull out for break so push in for gas pull out for break but mine is like push down for gas and then push in for break and it's basically the same i mean you know i'm just using one hand to to press and then one hand to steer but it actually was really like I was quick to learn. I feel like it's really easy when you don't have your legs thinking, oh, I need to push the gas pedal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. Dominic tried sometime too, and he, they're really touchy, so he, we were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, and then I just, when I'm by myself, I just take apart the chair, put it in the passenger seat, and then lift it over myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I can see it definitely how having the lighter chair if you're if you're pulling it all the way across. And yeah. It in. yeah, yeah. Because in the beginning with all that stuff on it, like when I first started driving, I was like, like it is you know really heavy to do. So they that's why it's so important to keep them light because they want mm-hmm. you to be as independent as you can be. You know. That's awesome that you're able to do all that. Yeah. I feel like some people might like milk it and. They just want everybody to help them. Yeah. And, but you've you've kind of become independent and exactly go about that yourself. Yeah. So, That's yeah. like huge for me, the independence. And um, I've told Cam before too, like in Miami, I couldn't shower by myself because our apartment was just set up so effed up. And so Dom would literally have to carry me in the shower every time. And I'm like, when we moved to Cali, we looked at apartments this past week and I'm like, we are getting a bathroom where I can frickin' shower by myself because that's huge for me. Just like the little things like that, the independence, even because um, I don't have my hand controls in our new car right now. And I haven't driven in like a year and a half now. Mm. And I'm like, even without that, I'm like, gosh, I just can't wait to have it back because that's such a huge independence thing when, you know, it's like I can go as fast as I want. I'm not just push it you know yeah. i don't know <laughs> yeah that's been like a major um how do you say it? um thing i've heard a lot where people get really hurt in an accident and like the little things become like a mountain to climb and they're yeah. like dude just scrubbing your back yeah. is incredibly hard yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy how that happens and yeah, we probably we probably take that for granted too mm-hmm. things like that. yeah i feel like yeah um, some people but and it's crazy you don't even think about walking when you're walking but then when you don't have it you're like oh i wish i could just move my leg you know it's like it's such a thing that you you we do take for granted and i feel like that was something i did take for granted too i was just like oh i'm just walking along just traveling Mm -hmm. and i didn't even ever stop to think oh i might this might be a possibility Mm -hmm. i knew nothing about spinal cord injuries before i had mine so I'm kind of glad in a way because it has taught me so much and I feel like I can spread awareness too because not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you go about processing something like that? Cause it takes yeah. a while. I, I assume it comes in waves. Yeah. One day you're like really down about it. Another day you're like, I'm going to make the best out of it. Yeah. I'd say definitely comes in waves. And I feel like you could talk to any wheelchair person, paralyzed person. Um, and they'd say the same where it's like some days you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm living life. I don't even think about the chair because it does become normal to your everyday life. And it's like, you don't even stop to think about it. But then there's other days where 
I get stuck on a curb or I, you know, fall out of my chair and I'm like, you know, it's like those types of things are like the little things that make you freaking frustrated for a second. But I feel like I didn't really process it until way later, probably like a year later. And I was like, okay, wow, this is my new normal, you know, Mm -hmm. because when you come out of the hospital and you're like, oh, I'm going to walk again, I feel like everyone thinks that way. Mm -hmm. And then you don't. And then life continues in your wheelchair. You're like, okay, I have to get used to it now, you know, so. Did you did you notice like uh, was it harder trying to do some of the old hobbies that you had to learn and, and yeah. like things you enjoyed like I know you were you were really good at volleyball mm-hmm. um, like stuff like that where like adapting not only just your daily life but like the things that you do yeah to enjoy definitely I'm a huge volleyball girl and I love beach volleyball and now I can't even you know (laughs) it's like can't even get to the sand to actually play and if I did want to play who wants to play with a wheelchair girl because she can't freaking move in the sand you know (laughs) so that's hard but also like I loved longboarding and it's you know I loved ice skating and you know I still do those things Mm -hmm. but I mean I don't longboard anymore but i still go on the ice skating rink i just go in my chair so it's it's like kind of a mind shift of like okay i can do things but it's Mm -hmm. gonna look different and i feel like when i first got to miami i felt so judged just because of the chair and how i was doing things that i let myself like stop doing the things that i loved because i was like oh well people are gonna think i'm weird people are gonna look at me you know and Mm -hmm. then i really quickly realize like fuck what everyone thinks Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do what i love and if they have a problem with the chair then that's their damn problem you know Mm -hmm. so i think there's a lot of things that i do wish i could do but then i'm like danica you're fine you can do it It just Mm -hmm. looks different even i'm so competitive even you know the basketball games like the arcade game i play (laughs) with dom and even I just can't shoot as well from down here. And I get so pissed when he beats me. I'm like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm like, if I had my legs, I would be, you know, just like stuff like that. And the ocean is another huge one for me. Mm-hmm. I used to just love sprinting into the ocean. And like, I still obviously can go in the ocean. It just takes a couple more mm-hmm. minutes, you know. And obviously the big waves like smack me and my legs go, woo. But <laughs> I still do it and it's still mm-hmm. enjoyable. I just ha- had to train my mind to be like stop it you're you're good you're still doing the things you were doing well i mean i think you've you've been a perfect example of you can do anything you just went skydiving didn't you (laughs) oh yeah yes i did thank you (laughs) yes uh, that was amazing i want to go 25 billion more times (laughs) it was so much fun but in Miami, they don't have a lot of rules and they don't have regulations and like safety and all that stuff. So they didn't, they're supposed to tie my legs to the um, skydiver's legs so that my legs don't freaking fly up when the parachute goes off, but they didn't. So oh, we're going gosh. 200 miles per hour down and I was living life, having fun. <laughs> And then all of a sudden the parachute hits and my legs fly. You'll see, oh, you no. can see it on my TikTok if you want. You have but, a video? I have a oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they fly up and out of nowhere. I don't even see it coming. And they hit me in the face, oh, hit, the, no. hit the guy behind me. And I literally sit there like, oh, because it hurts so freaking bad. It hurt my back. 
But then after like two minutes, I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> but I was sore for like yeah. a week, but next time I'll make sure they tie my legs. But even with all that, you're totally down to go again. Oh yeah. How, oh, a thousand percent. How, how is that? So does it get like nerve wracking as you're going up? See, I like, oh my god, I'm really about to jump out of this. I told myself, I'm just thinking about it. I'm not a heist person. (laughs) I see, and Dom wouldn't go with me. I went with Vanessa because he was like, fuck that. (laughs) Um, but I told myself before we went up, um, like if you psych yourself out, you're gonna get up there and be like, no, I don't want to fucking go, you know. So I told myself, just remain calm, remain calm. So when we were going up in the plane when it first took off i was like oh no this was a mistake you know but then once we were up there i was like no i'm so ready and yeah i jumped first i was like let's go and so it was amazing a lot of people think that you get like butterflies you know kind of like a roller coaster type situation but it wasn't anything like that it feels a lot more controlled and you kind of just feel like you're you're flying but um the free fall was only like a minute long so didn't feel too bad. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I'm still sweating. <laughs> well, even like, I want to do yeah. it so bad, but oh, you should definitely is. I went on a little, on a little plane out here. Uh, one of my clients took me out and just, that's crazy. I, I was just thinking the whole time, like people skydive. Like, this is crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, like, I loved like, it. Normally, you, you know, a lot of people, the only time you're flying is on a jet, you know, it's comfy quote unquote because the seats kind of suck but like it's not you know it's quiet but i feel like those skydiving planes that's like bare bones it's kind of rattly yeah like, yeah. like that yeah. would psych me out it was and i think like people told me beforehand like the scariest part is just jumping out and then you're fine so that's what i kept reminding myself too like okay just the jump then you're fine you know and um i think the scariest part was when they opened the doors i was like oh shit it's real real now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just kept telling myself you can't back out now you can't back out Mm -hmm. now you know but definitely would go again that's cool yeah that's that's awesome. awesome yeah so you're moving to san diego soon um what do you what is something that's like exciting other than the role that's like that you're most looking forward to down in San Diego. Yeah. So I lived there after high school um, for a year and I absolutely loved it. Just the beach and all the vibes in California. Like they're just they just fit me, I feel. Um, and so I'm most excited to go back to the places that I did go when I had my legs. You know, we went to Pacific Beach um, this past weekend when we were in San Diego looking at apartments and it made me so emotional. Like I didn't think it was going to make me emotional, but it did. And I'm just excited to experience it in a different light Mm -hmm. and to be next to the beach again, because you know, I can't be far from the beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to be, well, you're going to be close now. Yeah. In our new apartment. Well, the one we're hoping to get, we just applied for it, um, is in mission beach. So, or right off of mission beach. Really? Yeah. 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 It's a great place. Beautiful area. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, obviously with, with being in California, you get that kind of West Coast, you know, there's that stigma, West Coast people, I mean, West Coast is the best coast, right? Yeah. But yeah, like everyone, everyone's just in general nicer. Do you, are you excited for that versus Miami? I oh. feel like the East Coast, there's kind of this stigma, like people yeah. are kind of 
you know, blunt, a little rude. Yeah. Like no offense to Miami. No. If you're listening, like, <laughs> sorry, Vanessa, she still lives there. No, I loved my group in Miami. Like I had some bomb ass friends and still do love you guys. Um, but for the most part, yes, it's very true. Like East coast, I lived in Virginia before Miami as well. And I mean, they're nice, but like they don't go out. Of, nobody says hi to each other when you're passing on the street. Nobody goes out of their way to help you. Like people are cussing you out for no reason. Like there's a lot of just people keeping to themselves, but also people just being rude as fuck for no reason. <laughs> and so coming back here, like, people were opening the door for me and people were like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I forgot how to fucking talk to people because, you know, you're there for so long and it becomes like how you live. And then I wasn't really talking to people unless they were my friends. So I'm very excited. Even being down in Cali this last weekend, I was like, everyone's so nice. It's so welcoming, you know, even in Tri-Cities, like, there is this nice feel about everyone. They're always, you know, trying to say hi or how you doing or, um, yeah. So I'm very excited. That's awesome. Yeah. That'd be cool. So I noticed on your hands, <laughs> yeah. your tats. So over <laughs> your, 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 your text on there, overcome, overcome or come over, or whatever come over. you want. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's cool so that's pretty much you know the epitome of your story which is awesome yeah yeah just like overcoming anything no yep. matter what it looks like and that's huge for me just i really did not want the wheelchair to stop me from being me and mm -hmm. i don't want people to see the chair when they look at me i want people to see me as danica as yep. i've always been yeah that's I, th awesome. I think you've definitely got the right personality. Oh yeah, for to, sure. to do that. I mean, you're just you're bubbly. You're you're happy. Mm -hmm. and I think that yeah, people aren't looking at you as you know the wheelchair. People are, are seeing you for you. Thank you. Kim. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And obviously, we met you for the first time. And yes. Yeah. The personality so nice to meet is you guys. top tier. Thank so, you. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah, I know you will, but keep oh, it up. for sure. Thank you guys. Well, so is there anything anything up and coming you wanna you wanna talk about? Yeah, um, well, I already told you about the Rolettes experience in July. My dad actually is moving to Texas this week. He just got um, a coaching offer down there. So that's pretty cool. We're both like mm. just venturing off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then San Diego in July as well. Um, and there's a couple things for Rolettes that we just, you know, are continuing to work on like for the brand and for us and um so i'm not allowed to share a lot yet but some exciting things coming up That's follow awesome. follow, yeah. follow the, her page yeah. yeah tiktok instagram danica jolene Stay up to two e's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes well uh we'll we'll keep following and yep. uh wait wait to see those those projects yes. yeah we Super appreciate excited. you coming on and thank sharing your story you. and your time. Yeah. even just educating us on, on some things that normally people probably wouldn't think about. <laughs>